Bismillah, velhamdillah, ve salatu ve selamu Resulillah. Ramadan is speedily going by and almost coming to an end. And we are in the last ten nights of Ramadan, which is the last chance for those who neglected the first part of Ramadan, and a finishing crown for those who strived in what has passed of Ramadan. The last ten nights of Ramadan is a great opportunity whereby people compete and a testing ground for our aims and aspirations and where people seeking the afterlife are differentiated from the people seeking this worldly life. The Prophet ﷺ exerted himself in these ten nights and urged us to do so. Those with Iman faith in their hearts are the ones who respond and join those bowing and prostrating and cry while supplicating in the darkness of night for your Lord hears and answers. As for the other group, they behave as if the call to strive does not pertain to them and they behave as if they have no needs. Even more so, it is as if they have guaranteed entry to paradise. The days of this blessed month are retreating, and its noble nights are coming to an end, a witness for what we have done, preserving what has gone by. It is a secure storage for our deeds. It will be brought forth on the day of judgment. Allah Almighty said, from Surah Ali Imran, the day every soul will find what it has done of good present, and what it has done of evil. It will wish that between itself and that evil was a great distance. And Allah warns you of himself, and Allah is kind to his servants. And your Lord said, O my servants, it is but your deeds that I account for you, and then recompense you for. So he who finds good, let him praise Allah, and he who finds other than that, let him blame no one but himself. This was related by Muslim. This is your month, and this is the end of it. How many of those who have yearned for it did not complete it? And how many of those who wished to return the next year but did not witness it? There are still days left, and what kind of days are left? For we are within the last ten nights. Our Prophet made great efforts in this part of Ramadan. And what kind of effort did he make? In the first twenty nights, he used to mix prayer with sleep. However, if the last ten nights entered, he worked even harder, abandoned his mattress, and awakened his family. So put forth for your souls, strive hard, supplicate, and humble yourselves to your Lord. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, narrated, I asked the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if I know what night the night of decree is, what should I say during it? He said, Say, O Allah, indeed you are pardoning. You love pardon, so pardon me. So fill the remaining part of Ramadan with supplication. For your Lord said, 
from Surah Al-Baqarah. And when my servants ask you concerning me, indeed, I am near. I respond to the invocation of the supplicant when he calls upon me. So let them respond to me and believe in me that they may be rightly guided. Do you know who these servants are? For all creation is subservient to Allah. But these servants were singled out in this verse because they regularly supplicated to their Lord and are eager for the acceptance. They are those who ask with humility. Verily, in supplication is a wonder, a great means for good results, to rectify one's condition and wealth, to facilitate good works, and a blessing in the provision. Truly, those who regularly supp make supplication are successful when they turn to their Lord supplicating. They know that even if all the doors close in their faces, there is one that remains open, the door of the sky, an open door that never closes, opened by the one who does not turn away an invoker or let down the hopeful, for he assesses those asking for help. For he, the exalted, gives victory to those asking for victory, and he, the Almighty, responds to those calling. In these ten days is an intersection of noble times and noble acts. The last ten nights, the middle of the night in Ramadan, the early morning hours of Ramadan, after the Adhan, while in prostration, recitation of Qur'an, the gathering of Muslims for doing good and establishing remembrance of Allah, all of these come together in these ten nights. So strive hard in supplicating and do not despair from the acceptance of it. Consider the Prophet Ya'qub He lost his first son Yusuf, then lost a second son for a very long time. That only increased him in attachment to his Lord. Ya'qub said, Perhaps Allah will bring them closer to me altogether. Indeed, it is he who is knowing the wise. Also, the Prophet Zechariah when he reached an advanced age and his hair became white and he was still hopefully calling to his Lord, he said, My Lord, indeed my bones have weakened and my head has filled with white and never have I been in my supplication to you, my Lord, unhappy. So do not get impatient or hasten to have your supplication granted, for your Lord likes your humility, and likes your patience, and likes you to be content with his decree, having contentment without any despair. Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, reported that the Prophet ﷺ said, the supplication of every one of you will be granted if he does not get impatient and say, I supplicated my Lord, but my supplication has not been granted. And this was related by both Al-Bukhari and Muslim. O parents, remind your children of the remaining part of Ramadan. Remind them of how the Prophet ﷺ and his family spent these nights. He encouraged them so that they felt the greatness of these nights and facilitated the means for them to observe it. For within the last ten nights is Laylatul Qadr, and it is not an ordinary night.
It is a noble night that starts at sunset and ends at dawn. That is better than 1,000 months, Allah said. From Surah Al-Qadr, indeed, we sent the Qur'an down during the night of decree. And what can, you, what can make you know what is the night of decree? The night of decree is better than a thousand months. O people, the Prophet ﷺ promised three matters that we should not be heedless of, that we should not neglect. The first, whoever prays the night prayer of Ramadan with faith and anticipating their reward will have his previous sins forgiven. The second, whoever fasts Ramadan with faith and anticipating their reward will have his previous sins forgiven. And the third, Whoever observes the night of decree with faith and anticipating the reward will have his previous sins forgiven. These are three promises. If he misses one, he can get the second. And if he misses the second, he can get the third. The loser is the one who misses out on all three of these. The one who lets Ramadan pass without attaining forgiveness. Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, reported that the Prophet ﷺ went up the pulpit. When he reached the first step, he said, Ameen. When he ascended to the second step, he said, Ameen. And when he stepped onto the third step, he said, Ameen. They said, Messenger of Allah, we heard you say, Ameen, three times. He said, when I went up the first step, Jibreel, may Allah bless him and grant him peace, came to me and said, Wretched is the servant to whom Ramadan comes, and it passes from him, and he is not forgiven. I said, Ameen. So whoever loses this opportunity has truly lost. And Eid is not about wearing new clothes. Eid is not for rejoicing when a person does not come out, attaining the mercy, acceptance, and forgiveness of Allah. Verily, People should rejoice in Eid for what Allah has bestowed upon them of prayers and fasting. And those are the ones who truly have the right to rejoice. Hada wa salatu salam ala Rasulillah.